you get optimal performances on your cast and you get like incredible precision on, on short casts, on long casts. So that that's really the, the ExoMatrix is the leading technology on, on the blank. We've also built something into the blank itself by aligning the graphite fibers in a certain way to optimize the feel of a, of a, of a strike on a fish. Welcome to the Fly Fishing 97 podcast, featuring interviews with passionate people within the fly fishing industry. We focus on guides, conservation, resort managers, gear, and talented fly tires bringing usable information to fly fishers. The Fly Fishing 97 podcast is brought to you by The Fly Crate. Theflycrate.com is your source for all things fly fishing. The Fly Crate offers a monthly fly club. We select patterns every month for your home waters. With membership, you'll receive flies created to match the hatch in your area, along with the Fly Crate's guide magazine, the convenience of having flies delivered right to your door, some sweet stickers, Discover new patterns and start stocking your fly boxes now. Theflycrate.com. Here's your host, Mark Hopley. Welcome to this edition of the Fly Fishing 97 podcast. Today, it is truly our pleasure to welcome to the program Phil Jeannot. Phil's from Fly Trekker out of Calgary, Alberta. Phil, thanks for coming on the program today. Thank you for so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So we're going to get into some exciting things that uh, I think this is perfect timing uh, with uh, the release of some exciting new fly rods coming out from Fly Trekker uh, very shortly. But first, before we get into all that, I'd like to kind of take it back kind of to your roots in fly fishing, Phil, if you don't mind. How did things get going for you? Actually, it's, uh, it's funny you should, you should ask. It's like for me personally, fishing didn't start with fly fishing. It's Fishing started in my youth with my grandfather and my father and we'd, we'd go out on the uh, little aluminum boat from my grandfather and kind of do more conventional fishing so it's it's kind of a like fishing as a whole is is family related so it's it's very close, close to, really close to my art uh, but fast forward several years and my now partner the other phil of the company phil Coyes, um called me up one day and we, we weren't really into fly fishing but he says you know what i started fly fishing and it's amazing you should try it we go and we're wading in rivers and we we really like the, the, the approach of fly fishing where it's, it's kind of a trekking and the, uh, the name fly trekker where we're kind of moving around a lot and exploring. Fly fishing kind of, for me, started from there, from, from family and friends. And it's, it's really cool for me now because my, my wife picked it up and my, my two-year-old son loves to come with us and we'll spend like hours in the river and everybody loves it. So that's kind of how we, we got to it. That's awesome. And you're in uh, the part of the world that uh, has some, some true blue ribbon uh, trout streams. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's uh, like the, the environment here is amazing. Um, the, we're, we're right at the foot of uh, the feet of the, uh, the Rockies. Uh, we've got Montana in the south. Uh, but like river with like, we'll, we'll get to, like we, we're, we're surrounded by great, uh, programs, great fisheries programs and maintenance uh, programs, but there's, there's still some wild fish out there and you can really get lost and just hike up a river and leave civilization, civilization behind and be in your own, own little cocoon world of fly fishing. You know, it's truly amazing over here. Phil, do you spend much time on the Bow River? Actually, I, I live five minutes away from the Bull River, so so it's a go-to when I have a few minutes uh, to spare and kind of go and test out gear or just enjoy myself. Um, so spend quite a bit of time on the boat, but I do have to say that I, I love to leave the city and and kind of go out in the in the mountains and and go to uh, to streams that are less busy or less uh, occupied. So you've got this passion going for fly fishing. Then one day, 
take us through this process because I'm always curious, Phil, how this gets started. What what made you say, hey, let's let's start a fly company and, and get into the fly rod business? Well, like you said, it, it it starts with a with a passion for for the the sport, the activity, and then the great outdoors. Um, but but it's really influenced a lot by myself and my partner uh, Phil. From our background of sporting goods business, we both of us met um, I, more than fifteen years ago now, uh, working at a uh, ice hockey company. So we were responsible for product development. So. I got exposed to composite materials and how to, I, how to kind of characterize a product and make it better. Uh, we worked with top like professional athletes from, from hockey, from like NHL players and kind of put all that together uh, with the experience of, of several, more than a decade of product development and composite material and merged that to a passion of fly fishing and, and kind of like new stuff. So we said, we're actually the, the inception is we're, we're fishing one day and we said, you know what, like, why don't we kind of look at the technologies we've developed and the approaches we've developed to, to making products and can we apply that to fly fishing and fishing rods and, and other products that you'll see in the future um, to create something new. And like it, it, it started out of a fun kind of challenge and now it's, it's hopefully growing into an interesting business. Well, I know you mentioned hockey and I'm always thinking in my mind, I remember when we bought hockey sticks when we were kids, you're talking like wooden hockey sticks that had basically zero technology. Now, everything, the big shift has been to the high-end graphite um, composite sticks. And I I assume that graphite, I know understanding graphite to the layperson is probably not a simple process. And I would imagine there's a lot of technology involved all around that. Uh, There is, but like the way I like to explain graphite is, it's kind of to, to, to put it to something that people see maybe a little bit more often. It's like a concrete with rebar in it, where where you're mixing you're mixing compo- components and you're you're building a better material. So so there's there's a, a, like a number of things you can do to graphite to make it behave in a in a way that you you want to get it to. Um, but the, the simple way to look at it, I think, it's kind of rebar and concrete where. Uh, it, it makes for a very strong and durable product that has, has optimized performance. And, and you're right, like it's Aki, kind of going back to this, um, I actually, funny enough, I, I got into the Aki world at the merge where people were kind of getting away from wood sticks and, and starting the, the graphite. So I, I like we've had a really interesting learning curve at that point into creating new technology that's adapted for performance sports. So tell me a little bit about the thought process. This might be a nice segue into the, the release that's coming down the pipe on your F8 FastTech fly rods from Flytrekker. Tell us a little bit about the technology behind these blanks. So, so on, on the blank side, there's the, the leading piece of technology is the ExoMatrix technology. So we, we wanted to kind of look at stuff we've done in the past and adapt it a little bit to the, uh, to the fly fishing uh, world where the exomatrix is really a, a piece of material that goes on the outermost layer of the blank, and it, it really tightens up the blank and it stabilizes the blank so that you, you get optimal performances on your cast and you get like incredible precision on, on short casts, on long casts. 
So that that's really the the exomatrix is the leading technology on, on the blank. We've also built something into the blank itself by aligning the graphite fibers in a certain way to optimize the feel of a of a of a strike from a fish. Um, so you know, trout they're they're kind of subtle sometimes, and especially if you're nymphing and you're kind of pig finicky about biting. But so we we, we believe that we we were able to align the graphite in a way to amplify. We're calling that magnafield technology, where it amplifies what you feel when the the trout um, or the fish bites. So it kind of allows us to get the fish we're looking for uh, as much as possible. So that's on the blank side. So, so the blank on this Phil is uh, it's a, a mid fast action rod, or how would you describe the the rod itself? Yeah, that's how we've positioned it. It's it's also the comments we've received when we tested with fly shops around us and then and, and guides. It's really the flex profile that that we've defined is is really in the mid fast uh, mid fast action range. So so it's not a, a a really really fast action. It's nowhere near as there's a, a similar behavior as like a glass rod, so so it's really on on the faster spectrum, but let's call it mid fast. Yeah, I th- there's something really appealing to me in, in a faster rod, but also that sensitivity. I think that's that's key, especially in in lots of different scenarios when you're either throwing just a, a few feet in front of you or making long casts. That sensitivity is key, isn't it? Well, absolutely. I, I'm talking about sensitivity from from a fish uh, strike but it's like the sensitivity goes into the overall experience of fishing right so if you're trying to position your fly especially like on small uh, dry flies where you're trying to put it in a specific riffle um you kind of need to feel what's going on with, with inside your loop and your cast so so it's beyond so so the, the sensitivity is, be, is beyond just the action of fishing or the the, the, the uh, catching the fish so it's, it's an overall sensation for sure so the, we're talking today about the F8 Fast Tech with the uh, ExoMatrix technology from FlyTracker, uh, brand new technology that I'm pretty excited actually to find out more about. Something else that really jumped at me, Phil, was the the weight balance system. Maybe you can describe that for our listeners a little bit. Yeah, for sure. That's we're we're quite proud of this one. It's um, sometimes the the, the, the simplest uh, technologies are, are the are the most interesting or the best but we call this perfect balance and really the rod when you're purchasing the f8 uh, rod it'll come with a set of of adjusted weights so from 15 grams to 20 grams and it's essentially the the end cap of the rod that you can screw out and screw another one in to balance with to, to balance your rod with any reel that you might have if if most fisher uh, fly fishermen are, are like me, you've got multiple rods, multiple reels, and uh, maybe you want to switch from one to the other, and you've got a large arbor or a lower profile reel. They're not the same weight, and then you're you're kind of losing your balance and the the feel of your 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 balance in the in the rod. But with our proposal, you could change the end cap and add or remove weight to keep your good balance in your end, so that you don't get a rod that, that then feels tip heavy uh, because you've changed the reel. Now, so when you purchase the rod, does it come with different weights? Is that above and beyond the rod, or how does that work? No, we're extremely proud to include it in the rod. Like most, a lot of company would have said, oh, we'll sell that as an accessory. No, no, we, 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 it comes with the package. Okay, so, and so there's how many different options, Phil, to ba- kind of counterbalance uh, the weight of the, the rod and reel? So it'll come with four uh, different weights. So it's like it's a five to twenty grams increments of five grams, so that this way you can really fine tune depending on on the reel you're putting on the rod. 
That's a great idea. It really is because then you can balance it to what exactly what you want, right? Exactly. And if if for whatever reason you you prefer a, a more tip heavy rod because you for whatever reason then then you could you could adjust it in that way. Um, I, I like for me the part of the idea came with sometimes you know you're you're like because we walk a lot in in the woods and uh, so you've got your rod assembled and you kind of start to feel it in your shoulder at the end of the day after a few hours of fishing, but have the possibility of balancing your rod and having not it having not the rod be tip heavy uh, for us it's, it's something we're quite proud of yeah absolutely now maybe maybe tell us a little bit about the warranty and uh you know also about the rod are we talking a four-piece rod here it's a four-piece rod i guess what we what people tend to see more these days the warranty we've we've built in a 25-year warranty in there it's really a no questions asked yeah, warranty policy so if, if you if you break it, um, you know you don't have to really tell us what happened or, or anything. There's a the, the the purchase or the investment in our rod rod will be insured. There, there's purely in pure transparency. Um, there 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 is a a um, a fee that uh, handling fee that that could apply. But I mean, if the the person the person that breaks the rod, give us a call and and we'll work with anyone to make sure they've uh, they can keep keep on fishing. Right. And that's, you say that's a 25 year warranty. Yeah. What kind of price range are we talking? So the, uh, the F8 will be launched at a 499 price point US at retail, but, um, we've got some interesting, uh, offers coming up for the launch. So, uh, anybody that's interested should keep an eye out. I, I, I can't disclose completely what the offer is uh, right now, but, uh, there's some really, really good pricing that we've worked up uh, in our launch. Okay, so if somebody wants to follow along with as your company releases new products, um, how do they contact you? What's the best way? Well, we've got our website, flytrekker.com. The, most of, all of the information will, will be there in terms of contacts. We've got an Instagram account that's, uh, that's uh, live and, and populated uh, daily. Uh, basically, the, uh, the handle is uh, flytrekker. There's a Facebook page as well that the handle is flytrekker. So, so we've got quite a presence out there to uh, contact us. But the easiest, probably, if you want to send an email, is to go to the website and uh, get in touch with us. We're chatting today with Phil Junot. The owner of Fly Trekker, uh, making uh, state-of-the-art fly rods. Also, I know you guys are getting into some other gear. I did notice you're working on some waders right now. Yeah, yeah, it's it's something that we've uh, kind of uh, put a sneak peek on uh, on our website. It's something we're working on, and we're uh, we're looking at again. We're part of our mission is to include uh, technology and 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 quality in the product and propose something that's slightly different and that will make the uh, fishing experience for everybody. So it's uh, we've got a waiter that's coming out, should be in- launched during the next summer, the coming summer. Uh, so anybody that's interested, they can keep an eye out, that, but we'll, we'll be sure to give more details as, uh, as it progresses. I got to take this down to a bit of a personal note for you, Phil, if you don't mind. Um, for sure. Just from a business um, perspective, who, who has been the biggest influence um, on you business-wise? Well, again, I, I, I'll throw it back to some of the days where we, uh, we worked in, uh, in hockey. And so we've, we've had a, uh, a president that uh, I, it, like he, was, he was very interesting, uh, quite a go-getter. Um, but one of his uh, motto or the motto that he would uh, kind of uh, challenge us with all the time was that he wanted the products to be um, 
demonstrably better and visually different. And for for me, it always kind of stuck with me. So the, the guy, the, the president in question is, is Matt O'Toole. He's he's now moved on from the the Aki company that we've worked at to a now he's he's basically president of Reebok, uh, the shoe company or uh, the the apparel company. So for me, he was a big influence. So uh, like, there's a lot of people in my past that uh, in the sporting goods world that that was a good influence. But definitely, his motto has been has been quite uh, that it stuck with me for for a number of years now. What was that again? Demonstrably better. So visually, demonstrably better, visually different. So like mm. the the idea was that you know how how a lot of of companies they they basically build products for for marketing purposes but um for the the, the mission was at the time that the, the product as had to be better and you had to be able to prove it and visually different because eh, different is always kind of interesting yeah no that's that's a, that's well put what about fly fishing wise who who's been maybe a person that you kind of have learned from a lot over the years uh, fly fishing i've always liked guys like uh, jeff or jeff uh, where they they like you could feel the passion and all these these guys where you you, you feel a passion and they, they've got also a passion for explaining like what's better what works the the educational piece um so guys like jeff i've, I've really liked uh, something i i kind of like to get into it at this point and this is kind of a philosophical question and uh i'll give you a second to think about it but i always like to sure. if there's something in the world of fly fishing whatever that might be, just something that maybe you'd like to see change. Does anything kind of jump out? Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. <laughs> we can come back to it if you want. Yeah, just like from, like some people talk about, um, I don't know, maybe just um, making the sport more available to the masses, if that makes sense. Uh, maybe taking the ego out of it. We've, we've heard that one a lot. Um mm-hmm. I've also heard a lot of social media things, Phil, like uh, maybe less grip and grin and more conservation. Um, well, so so that's what I was uh, going to say. Like for for me, uh, maybe it's not less. It's not as much as something I'd like to see change, but maybe something I'd like to see progress. Like for us, we're 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 building um, a, a program where we're going to give back one percent of our of our sales to conservation efforts. So I, I like. I know there's more and more of that, but I, I don't think there's ever enough of conservation effort. It's like we're fortunate enough to be able to go in the river and, and benefit from having fish there and, and nice water and clean water. Um, but it's something that needs to be maintained. We, we need to look after it. And I, I think that like we're, we're a smaller company where we're, we're starting. Um, but if we all kind of come together and, and take care of what we benefit so much from, I, I think that'll just be the best in the, in the end. Any crazy fish stories? Anything weird or wonderful happened to your time on, on the river streams in uh, Alberta or beyond? Um, well, there's there's always a uh, there's always something that's uh, that's uh, that's crazy or, or interesting, and and whether people believe it or not, because you know they're fishing stories. But like for <laughs> me, the, the the crazy or interesting thing is is I get something that's close to me. It's so my son's two year old, and uh, last summer he started really uh, kind of casting uh, with my rod and like it was just surreal so like it's not the crazy fish story but it's it's a really it was a great moment for for me and my wife where and like i don't know i don't know if i don't want to say he was gifted obviously that would be a uh, pompous but he had a great style for casting <laughs> that sounds like a proud <laughs> that sounds like a proud dad oh for sure and we're, we're i'm looking for more years of fishing with him as he's growing up that's awesome do you do a lot of fly tying yourself phil 
not not as much as I as I would like, uh, as you can imagine. Like uh, running running a business and then starting a business is is time consuming. Um, but I, I I enjoy doing it uh, in in the odd occasion. It's uh, I guess it's our our way of doing meditation. <laughs> yeah, no, that's very true. If if you could describe your perfect day on the water, um, what does that look like in your mind? You know, when does it start, and what kind of waters are you fishing? Uh, how would that look? Um, so the perfect day on the, on the water for me is, uh, well, it starts waking up. Uh, we're at uh, the cabin of my, of my partner, Phil, or, or, or somewhere uh, closer here. We prepare friends and family, head out uh, with the truck, go to a, a river, a new spot. I, I always, like the perfect day for me is involves a new spot. I, I like going back to old spots, the new spots. I, I like the discovery piece of what, uh, what we do while we're fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, so new spot implies having to learn, kind of inspect and, and learn what the, where the fish might be and, and look around and explore, uh, fishing for the, the entire uh, morning, catching fish, maybe actually not necessary. It's not, it's not a necessity. Just, uh, really the experience of being out there is great for, for me come back for, uh, for a lunch. There's a, possibly a bottle of wine involved because you know what, we enjoy ourselves and then go back in the afternoon and kind of, uh, put it out, uh, like fish until dawn. And you know what, it's hard to beat when sun goes down and there's a hatch and the fishes start to rise like crazy. That, that is just uh, over the top for me. Sounds pretty good to me. I, and I can totally relate to what you just said as far as liking the new water. There's something exciting about when we hit new water, never been there before, everything to learn. And, and you're right. That's, that's something I look forward to a lot. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, and it, it's, it's the the overall experience, right? That it becomes a destination fishing. Maybe it's something you're gonna somewhere you're gonna go back after, but like the like for me, it's it's almost like being a kid again. And uh, uh, then then you look on in a in a fish and you start giggling like a kid. That you know the expression like a kid in a candy store. I think that's what it is. You know, it's funny when you come up on a river and you just described it. Say there's a hatch going on. You see these rising trout. It is as many times as you see that. I don't know about you, but I always try to kind of curb my enthusiasm but i just i just really can't sometimes it's just oh no it's impossible it, it, it is impossible it's uh the, the adrenaline starts going and then you get excited and it's uh i, I get fidgety and uh then if i'm out with my uh my my, my partner phil uh from flu that's in the company um it's just we, we were we're beside ourselves at the rise on the edge it's a great moment for sure what are some of your go-to patterns uh fishing some of your home waters so so here in the in in alberta and around here um the bigger they so we've got some cutthroats that are quite aggressive and they they tend to go after like the bigger atoms in a in a green shade or more of a grayer shade so so that's kind of a on a on the dry fly side it's always a an interesting one mm-hmm. um we've got some really interesting bull trouts also that lurks in the in the bottom and during the summer for me i've had that, that a lot of a lot of success with the uh, golden stone flies so i guess I, I, in alberta i've had a mix of larger atoms and golden stone flies um, and out, out east, because I've done some fishing out east, um, uh, my partner Phil came up with a pattern. He tied it, and we've been calling it the magic woolly bugger. So it's a, it's a woolly bugger, a tiny little thing, um, olive uh, chartreuse. And it seems like it's, it's this, ma- when nothing else works, we go to this, 
and sure enough, we find the fish. So it's uh, that, that's been a go-to. Is that uh, pattern you're describing? Is it an olive body with a chartreuse head? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I had a feeling. Yeah, that's a good one. I find anything yeah. too. Anytime you can throw uh, just a little bit of chartreuse on the front. Uh, we had the uh, the originator of the vampire leech on, and he was um, Todd Oshie, and he was speaking to how effective that has been in the world of competitive fly fishing. And now um, we're all kind of reaping the rewards of that. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, we have, we have to be thankful so for, for some of these guys where they, they, they've led the path for us. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm curious what have been some some of the biggest takeaways since you started out this um, big process, starting Fly Trekker, building a brand. What, what would you say you've uh, kind of taken away from this whole process so far? You know, well, as as any start as any business startup, the um, it, it's not easy. You need to be patient and work hard, and and that's like the less glamorous uh, part of of the of uh, the business. But what I've what I've been very uh, thankful for and and appreciated so much is there's actually a lot of support from from people out there. We're we're just starting, and there's there's already comments of like people that are interesting, find the ideas cool and, in- and and good. So like for me, the support from the community of, of people that we know that pe- people that we don't know, because with social media now, you, you can basically touch people that you've never met before. Um, so it's like, to me, the support from the community is, has been amazing. I'm also wondering if somebody wants to get their hand on one of your fly rods and actually cast it, um, what's the best way to go about doing that? So right now we're going to start with uh, online sale, but uh, as the summer progresses, we'll start uh, distributing at, at retail. So um, on our website, people will be able to see where they can find the rods as they're being distributed. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also starting to, we're, we're planning a program where we would like to partner up with some guides that are out there in different parts of the country, different parts of the world uh, that would be able to present our rods when we're, we're not around basically because we can't be everywhere. Um, but the, as as it progresses our website and to, uh, uh, the pages about the page about dealers and and our presence will be the, the, the perfect place to find where to find our rods. Perfect. And that, that rod is coming out basically as we speak, as we're heading into March, 2019, that's the, uh, F eight fast tech fly rod from fly tracker. Um, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today, Phil. I know you're a very busy man. We've been playing a little telephone tag, but uh, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Awesome. It's been a pleasure. And, uh, you know, I look forward to talk again in the future if, uh, if we've got, when we've got more stuff coming out or just uh, chill and uh, talk about fishing. Why don't we make uh, make that a plan? We'll, we'll, we'll touch base in the summer and see how things are going and things. Now, in the meantime, somebody wants to get a hold of your fly rods. I know I'm looking into this. So, uh, flytracker.com, that's the best way or... or you tell me. No, flytrigger.com is the best way, is a, is a good way. Uh, our Instagram account and our Facebook account is also where there's uh, news uh, posts that are, are going on. Um, so one of these three, they'll, uh, people will be able to see what's going on. That's perfect. Thanks so much. Good luck with the big launch, and you have a great uh, fishing season. Awesome. You too. Thank you for having me. The Fly Fishing 97 podcast is brought to you by theflycrate.com. Thank you for listening to the Fly Fishing 97 podcast. Your feedback matters. Let us know if there's a person or topic you'd like discussed. Email us at mark at flyfishing97.com. 
Until next time, tight lines, and we'll see you on the water. Thank you.